Drake. I'd like a Drake Christmas album. <laughs> what do you want to hear Drake sing? I want him to do a remix or his own version of Santa Baby. Or 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 Last Christmas. Or Baby, it's cold outside. It's already a little mm, bit like questionable. Like yeah. you know, every in the last few years, people have been saying it's questionable. Yeah, Drake, go so ahead and that, that spins would, it around. That actually spins it work. around. That would actually yeah. work. Yeah, especially if Millie Bobby Brown is in it. Yes, oh, she's in the video. <laughs> yeah, dog. It, Drake, come on, man. just we're dropping jewels. <laughs> yeah. Just pick them up. We should just throw that part out there at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Yo, of which, let's indeed. get going. This. Yes. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I've been saying that all week. Yeah. And no one's acknowledged it one time. So that is my, personally, my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Specifically 2. All due respect to Home Alone 1. However, something about New York just feels a little bit more Christmassy mm. to me. Um, the just him mostly being in the big house in Chicago. I don't know. It was kind of meh. Okay, I, everyone to, oh, I was just saying I haven't seen either one of those since I was oh, super okay. little. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to bury the lead on that. Just saying I haven't seen those in a very long time, so okay. I don't remember what either one was about. I remember the first one being at his house and the second one being in New York, and I just always hear like, oh, Trump was in it. Like, see the memes of that and that's all i have of home alone i don't remember anything of it i just knew filthy animals came from home alone it's in the second one i i'll tell you more about it thank you but before that welcome everyone to a holiday special episode of the podcast where we pull back the curtain give you some insight <laughs> on what goes on behind the scenes at your fair barn restaurant let's call that the industry perspective holiday party What's up with you, motherfucker? <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> you fucking jingled midway through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking jingle. You guys probably can't hear. God damn it, oh, stop. <laughs> yep. Y'all gonna get these fucking jingles today, baby. Y'all gonna get these jingle titties in, in your ear, in your face. Jingle titties. All that. Get these jingle titties. Oh, huzzah. Sorry. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's where we're starting. All everybody. right, we're coming in hot. Yeah, <laughs> coming in hot. Jesus. Yep. All right, dude, mm-hmm. get strap in. Oh, we're man. about to be talking for like five hours. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, but they don't know that. Nope. <laughs> they don't. They just see it as a as a split. Yeah, yeah. Anywho. Well, this is this will be on the back end anyway. So this is episode or order number eighty. Actually, sick. Yeah. Really? Fucking oh, nice. Wow. This is number eighty. Yeah. We're getting on wow. up there. Yes, we are. Wow. Yes, we are. Damn, catching up to Joe Rogan at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your ass, Joe. <laughs> Rogan in button. We're we're pretty close. We're about two thousand away. <laughs> yeah, gotta watch out. Catching up every week. Every week, baby. We just every need week. him to stop right now. Yeah, <laughs> and give us some time <laughs> to catch up. <laughs> Take a breath, man. You got enough money. You good, speaking bro. of the holidays. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas Hanukkah. Is what my friends would say in the Christmas streets. Hanukkah. Yeah, you throw a little bit of everything in there. Okay. Or, or just know. happy holidays. Happy holidays. If you want to trigger somebody. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, you want to trigger certain people. Why are they taking Christ out of Christmas? Sorry, that's the thing. My, that's the thing my mom actually used to say. Oh. And I was like, well, because you know it's a literal thing, because you know people would be like, Merry Xmas, mm-hmm. and then. Very religious people will be very triggered by the fact that they are removing literally the Christ part out of this out mm-hmm. of Christmas. Because I mean, everything about Christmas is all about uh, pagan, pagan winter holiday. solstice. Yeah, yeah. And Yule wasn't twenty. Wasn't the actual as far as the stories say, like in July. I think so because they're below the hemisphere, so yeah. it would have been cold in our summer. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? More, you know? Know. <laughs> Whatever. Don't give a fuck. Anyways, yeah, I just want the day off, man. Let's uh, yep. nah, that's all that really matters to me. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about how slow it's been this holiday season compared to last year. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you guys, but last year felt way busier than this year. 
obviously people go home for the holidays, especially during right. this last week or so. But the streets have been like quiet. It hasn't been raining or nothing. It just rained this week. Yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but it's been slow this holiday season. I keep saying this to everybody that I'm working with. It's like we need some kind of stimulus check or something to get people out yeah. the house. Yeah. It is tough. God damn. I believe, I mean, the strikes are technically over now, but outside of a few studios, like television shows that, like, they clearly want to get their seasons going, a lot of, like, big productions probably are not picking up until the beginning of the new year is kind of when we'll see fully the strikes over because it's just, I think, what got passed in late October. Most times, productions shut down early to mid-December, and so it just didn't really make sense for a lot of them to start up, so I feel like right. that was part of it. Um, but yeah, we were slow at my spot, and then I want to say in the last week or two, it's been picking up a little bit. A little bit. Um, not a lot, but we've just, we have seen some holiday parties and happy hour people come through, um, which has been nice. Um, but it's definitely not what it was like last year. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. Was your experience well, like? my my spot's been kind of up and down depending on the night. Yeah. Um, our normal Friday Saturday has been pretty consistent. Some great nights, some just okay nights, whatever. Uh, but a lot of our other nights have been pretty quiet. From what I've been told. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not there all the time, mm-hmm. but you know, just talking with your coworkers when you see them. That's the general vibe I've been getting. And right. I've picked up a couple shifts because it's the holiday season. People are double booked between jobs. You know, Sometimes you'll have this job that you're scheduled at, and then your other job asks you to work. And that job asking you to work, you know you're going to make more money. Then. Right. So you really need to get your shift covered at the other spot. Yeah. Because sometimes you, you, you're only going to make half, depending on your situation. Um, or... Just getting sick because that time of year that too. That time, yeah. So you're mm. you're you get called in the most in DC, sure. Yeah, I've been getting called in a lot. I actually, all, they tried to call me in today, and I was oh, like, shit. no, like I literally cannot come in today. This yeah. is the one day of the week I will tell you no one. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? But um, otherwise, yeah. I, if they call you in, usually around, oh, I'm yeah. picking it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you never know what January is going to bring. That is the thing. Uh, people are unaware out there. For most industry jobs, uh, it's pretty dead. January, I want to say January and February, um, for the most part, because people are a little drained from the holiday season, and people are also preparing for tax season. And so it's just kind of like very, uh, it's not a lot of people going out and about January and February, I think. And up until towards the end of February, yeah, I feel that part of that has to do with Valentine's Day. Mm. Um, going from the holidays, a lot of people are in relationships or something that they feel it's already over. And then the holiday seasons kick in. And they're just trying to make it through. <laughs> and, like, Valentine's Day is the day, like, they're right, we're either going to sign up for another year or we're done. Um, Interesting. Especially with good relationships, too. You're saving your money for Valentine's Day. You, you know spend it's a bunch of money for the holidays. New Year's, you went out and partied. Maybe mm-hmm. January, you did participate in dry January. If you yeah. do, I hate you. But, <laughs> but um. Once you start getting close to February, guys are, especially if they have someone that they're dating or yeah. trying to convince to date or something, they're saving their money for that. Mm. But you don't have people going out as much leading up to Valentine's Day either. Damn. A lot of times those relationships end after Valentine's Day, then spring comes and summer dresses come back now out and everybody's single baby. again. <laughs> Valentine's Day did not oh, go well for me. But process starts here. all over again. Speaking it of breaking up, Bad Bunny and uh, what's her face broke up. So I don't know who he was dating. Uh, that Jenner girl, uh, Kendall. Oh, yeah. Oh, so his next album is about to be fire. <laughs> you think you want to like throw shots? Nah, not throw <laughs> shots, but it's gonna be fire. I want to yeah, throw shots. Yeah, because he's back. He's about. He's back out there, full force. Yeah, he's back oh, out there. Okay, he's trying to get. <laughs> he, came, he came back to us. Yeah. Oh, he came back to us. Yo, actually, that is very true. I, there's a lot of women at my job. That were upset about him being mm-hmm. with her. Yeah, like, come on, man. 
out of all the stuff you were talking I mean, about in your last album, how you love Latinas, this and that, whatever. And then you date is that the what whitest, you're talking about? Yeah, you date okay. the whitest girl that's famous or the whitest famous girl. You gotta, if, you mean, got, if you have the opportunity, you gotta see like, hey, what's going on over there? I okay. have an opportunity. I don't think it's just that. Let's think about the places that certain people go to. I'll just say it was a smart move because it put his music out there more. Absolutely. I'm just saying it's not always about that. I think sometimes we give people a little bit too much credit. Remember that only certain people can afford to be in certain places. Yeah. Uh, This was a conversation I overheard the other night at work. Um, uh, It was a group of guests talking about someplace. And they asked someone who had been there, you know, how much does it cost as far as membership and how much are the drinks and stuff like that. And right. then they told them the price and it was a large amount. Right. And that person's <laughs> response was, yeah, they priced it like that to keep us out of there. And it wasn't a racial thing before anyone gets started. <laughs> it literally was just, he was like, no, it's to keep the broke motherfuckers out. Sure. We make it expensive. So broke motherfuckers like us, we can afford to work there, but we can't afford to be there. Yeah. But if you are in that certain tax bracket, you're only running into the same certain amount of people. And if you've seen them online and seen them in videos and TV, that you're probably like, ah, hey, what's up? I'd, I'd smash that. Yeah. And if that's who's there that night, then that's who you hook up with. You're like, hey, what's up? A yeah. lot of the Latinas that are singing the songs can't afford to get into that spot. Let's just we're, be real about it. Where bad money's just kicking it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Hey, yeah. Hey, me. So he's like, eh, she's got dark enough hair. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? What's her name? Rosalita or Rosalia? Huh? Rosalia? Rosalia? Yeah. yeah. Pretty fire. Oh, she's dating yeah. Jeremy Allen White. Guy from Bear? Yeah. Oh. They're dating. So basically, whites are coming up on y'all right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Jeez. My thing is like, what do they talk? What do they got to talk about? Same thing with the other two. Like, what? What are they? Well, does Rosalia know English? Yeah. Okay, because Bad Bunny does not know a lot of English. He knows enough. But, like, what do you talk about? I don't think there's a lot of talking. Well, but there is that funness of getting to know someone and also getting to learn about another heritage background. Well, Rosalia is Spaniard, so they're both white. Just one speaks Spanish and the other one doesn't. So they're both white. Actually, yeah. No, 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 no. Reverse it. She's fucking European. She's white. She just speaks Spanish. Yeah, no, so never mind that. Uh, that I just want to remind you. The views of Paulo are not always shared by those of us on the she podcast. She is white. <laughs> I just, Spanish people are not Latino. Spanish. That's yeah, white. Different. Where's, where's Spain? Spain. Spain is in Spain. Spain in Spain's a country. Why are we asking this question? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what continent? Europe. Wherever Spain is. Europe. Thank All you. Right. What's European? A continent. Caucasian. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Wait, no. She's white. I'm, I'm going to just need you to um, shut that down. Latinos, we don't claim them. <laughs> At least not that part. So on our next episode, we'll be doing a geography lesson. Our next episode will be an apology video. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what are you apologize for? <laughs> our lack of knowledge about Europe and other things. Oh, my God. But that's fun. No, they're not white. Yeah. They're Spanish. Spain. Well, I have a question no. while we're here. Yeah. And we're being very uh, PC about things. Um, What would you guys consider, like, the Kardashians? Because are they considered uh, Armenian? To me, they're so rich that they are racially ambiguous. Which is what they asked for. Yeah. That's what they wanted. That's what all the surgeries were for. They want to be racially ambiguous. They're not anything. They are manufactured. I don't mean that as a negative to them. You got the money to pay for it. If that's how you want to look, then look that way. Yeah. But they don't look like any race because when they did, they didn't like what they looked like. That's fair. Yeah. The only reason you change yourself is because you don't like what you see. And I understand that feeling of not liking what you see. Look in the mirror. We all feel that. They just grew rich enough to do something about it. That's fair. Sometimes you're not ugly. You're just broke. Exactly. I'm not black. I'm OJ. Okay. (laughs) That's the bell. I did love that. I did love that bar. It was though. just so I good. Lo- I love the, that the bar. Timing I love of that it. song. The timing of the yeah. okay was so good. Yeah. 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 Because I remember growing up back then. But I mean, I was a little kid when yeah. he was still like up there. Like I missed yeah. it by a couple years. <laughs> I remember. I remember I being it, in yeah. school 
and them showing the chase on TV. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I was home after school when the oh, chase no. was happening. I think uh, I was at, I was, yeah, I was at my, I think I was at my grandma's like kitchen or like dining room table. We were watching the Bronco chase and it was like, uh, it was oh no, pretty. the trial is what I saw. Oh yeah. yeah. My teacher, my teacher, <laughs> she, on the trial? she rolled my in the TV. No, we had a TV in the upper left hand corner of, of oh, that okay. class. And, um, I don't remember what race the teacher was. I just remember her saying, I want to know the verdicts. We're all watching it. Because all of us were little kids. We were like, why the fuck? We are don't we know what the fuck is going on. TV? I, I <laughs> actually. love does not fit. You must quit. Yeah. No, that shit was crazy because I remember. Well, first and foremost, that was the beginning of 24-hour news TV was because of this trial. Because that was when the people were just like, we want to we wanna know what's going on with this trial at all times. And then they're like filling in the gaps with like all this outside information that no one really cared about, but people cared about it. But it's just like, this this uh, this person's coming up and this is all information we have on them. That was the beginning of this 24-hour news cycle that we see now, one. And then two, I remember when they had the verdict and they had all these cameras outside of the courthouse. And like it was just like literally looked like something out of 1950s because you just had... All the black people on one side, all the white people on one side, and they were just ready to fucking rock each other, just waiting for this fucking verdict. It yeah. was madness, and it was literally a couple blocks away from where we are now. Damn. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's something about people always feeling like you have to pick a side. Yeah. It bothers me. Yeah. It really, it really bothers me, because bringing it back to what this show is about and being in the service industry, I just remember very early in the game, I was told by another bartender, never talk about religion, talk about politics. Those are the two things you never discuss. Right. And then somewhere along the line, it changed. All I hear people talk about at the bar is religion and politics. Growing up, that's what my folks always told me, too. Like, even as a kid in high school, it was just like, yeah, don't talk about that unless you really need to. And then now... Now it's all anyone wants to talk about. Yeah. But everyone wants to pick a side. You don't even know what side you're on. Let's, let's just be real. You know? Yeah. That's like, it's like someone coming up to me, and I'm sitting at a table, and they're like, that table over there said they don't like X, Y, Z about whatever. And then I'm like, wait, they don't agree with that? I don't even know who they are. But now that I've heard that they don't agree with that fuck one them. thing, fuck them. Fuck now we got to go outside and fight. That's yeah. what this shit feels like all the time. Like, I, fuck that table over there. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That table ain't do shit to you. No one say fuck me for. <laughs> Why? Why you say fuck me for? That's crazy. I ain't even do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were saying something about how, like, certain people couldn't get into certain places at the prices or whatever. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the story. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna ask you something. I'm just okay. gonna re- have you reply with twenty eight. With the 28. With, say 28. That's okay. what you're going to say, all right? All right. So I was working one day, right? And we were hosting a party. And this dude comes up. Funniest shit I saw. So this is how it happens. Hey, man. Uh, how much is your Don Julio Reposado? Uh, it's going to be 28. Sir? Sir? We have other liquors. <laughs> no, bro. He left the fucking building. That's wild. I saw him disappear to the crowd. I was like, oh, shit, I think he's, he's leaving. Walked the fuck off. He was like, turned and nah, walked this off. And I was me. like, hey, all right, cool. I, I respect that. Bro. You don't want it. That's fine. But yeah, there, we have other liquor here. Yeah. Our well is 13. <laughs> there was we, another well, Reposol that we have that's cheaper. <laughs> he did that shit around. and just walked the fuck off and left the building. That's <laughs> wild. Hey, I support that, though. I'm okay with this. I support too. it. Oh, that's, so, that's someone who didn't get on your nerves by making it seem like you're the one who set the price. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And he's probably one of those people that's like, I'll only drink Don Julio at this price. Yep. That's too much. I don't like it. And, and you don't Did. want me here. Not because of <coughs> background or race. I can't afford to be here. You don't want me here. Mm-hmm. I'll go somewhere else. And that's fine. He it's he okay. Didn't. If a place doesn't want you there, you don't need to jump on Yelp. Just don't go back. Yeah. Fuck that place. Don't give them your money. Tell all your friends not to go there. And leave it at that. Just stop trying to jump on the internet to find other people to validate your feelings. Sometimes you were just being an asshole or 
price is the price. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what that that's what that company wants to do. Like they they're not taking you into consideration or have you in mind when they are thinking about the products that they want to sell. And so, yeah, if they don't have you in mind. Why should they be in your mind? It's mutual. I respected him for it because he didn't talk shit to me. He didn't yep. say anything else. Yep. Nothing. He was just like, and left. Cool. That's it. That's, yeah. that's all it's got to be. It's, I didn't set the price. I just work here. You asked me a question. I answered. And you were like, okay, I can't afford this. I'm just going to leave. Boom. Cool. All right. We're both happy in some way, shape, or form. This wasn't escalated. Exactly. That is, that is a preferable transaction. Yeah, right? that's best case scenario. Yeah. Not best preferable, but like. Like you said, best case scenario. Yeah, just if, if you can't afford it or you yeah. don't want to, because sometimes you just don't want to pay that amount. If, mm-hmm. if you feel that it's not worth that amount, we're not calling you broke. If you, if it's not worth that amount, we probably agree. Yes. Because <laughs> where I work, a thousand percent of the time some of the stuff we charge for some of the stuff we have, I cannot understand why we charge that other than we feel like we can yeah. Which is a very weird kind of vibe, in my opinion. I don't feel that because you can, you should. <laughs> Just because you can doesn't mean you, you have should. to. Right, for sure. You can still take care of your, your guests. That's why you want them there. Don't charge 20, 30, 40% more just because you can. Be- Think about this. If you spend $100 on something and you know that the profit is going to come back to you, at least to $200 where you double your profit. And then you say to yourself, well, I'm going to charge double the price. I can get 300. That's not how it works actually, because when you double that price, you sell less of it. So it's harder for you to get that $200. It -hmm. takes longer. You then have to buy other things and spend more money to recoup the money that you're trying to make on this over here because you think you can profit off of it, but you're not guaranteed to make that money. You might have five people per year who can pay $100, $200 for a shot. That's why Louis Thirteenth is locked away somewhere and you never see it get poured. because Only a handful of people can afford that. Right. If you want to be the place that only charges what a handful of people can afford, I'm not knocking you. But I'm telling you, if you're the place that you price it to where you get that right amount of the people you want, and the people that maybe you don't kind of want, but they still liven up the night and they spend money, that's your sweet spot. Don't, yeah. don't overcharge because you can't. Charge the right amount to still make your profit, but still have guest relations be that much higher. And then your staff wants to be there. You don't have all that turnover that you really don't want. Yeah. I mean, we're also about to see a mass exodus of people in January and February leaving jobs, just like relationships. Hey, I don't want to work this job anymore, but I got to get through the holiday season. Yeah. Make as much money as I can, then figure out where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of did that a couple of years ago <laughs> myself. I don't know about you. Like, have you ever done that? Like, just tried to get through the holiday season? Um, yes. Well, usually if, if I know, if I'm about to change jobs or if I have a job lined up, like in terms of like industry or if anything can... I try to start a new job. It seems usually around January, February. And so usually it's just good to end the year and finish that out or ride that out. And then as the new year starts is usually when I will make that transition. I.e., right now I'm most likely am going to start going back to like my accounting job in the new year. But that was more so because of the strikes, but that is just usually how my jobs line up is usually I'm, I jump ship or like, make those transitions at the beginning of the year just makes sense to me this feels like oh okay new year new job new me i don't know (laughs) (laughs) the second bar i was working at last year during that holiday season i was like yeah probably just gonna try to be here during the holiday times only because even though i was only working like one day a week there i still like too much and then now what had happened that that wasn't really my final straw i think it was like i think i got written up for missing a meeting that i wasn't aware of because we weren't notified and you know of course you know your bosses whatever tell you like oh well it was on the schedule it's like yeah but you know the days that i'm here you know that i only know to be here this day and this day 
But when you add this on top of that, it throws me off because it's like, I didn't know to check. You guys didn't mention it. Nothing like that. And also it's like, oh, well, we spoke about it on like the whatever app it was being used to communicate. Hey, I'm not checking that if I'm on if I'm not on the clock. So, yeah, I could have checked my schedule, but there was no heads up. And I had mm-hmm. missed it. I'm like, I we had a meeting. I'm not coming in. I got somewhere else. So when I got written up for that, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to see him. And this was like January, February. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll probably just leave and come back during the holiday times, maybe. Yeah. And then that place closed earlier this year. So. Well, this is a spot that kind of like yeah, they kind of themed in. Yeah, the big Christmas, Christmas theme. Well, so, yeah. So it was the one, it was last year's Christmas that I was there. And then in January, February, that's when that happened. And I was like, dude, we're having like too many meetings. You know, we had this one. So. Yeah, that's right up. It's like, all right, I'm going to start seeing myself out, you know, pretty soon here. Yeah. And I think May is when I left. Or. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like done with all these staff meetings and then these other trainings. Like they, we would have um, different. Uh, I got them. Get it out, man. Fucking people. Oh, my God. Reps. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Reps. Different reps. And then we had a sommelier come in. They're just trying to teach us a lot. It's like, this is a great place to be if you want to be a career bartender. I'm not. So I don't want to be here. We had somebody in there teaching us about coffee. And like, I should have definitely don't want to. I don't give a fuck about coffee. I'm trying to be a barista. Yeah. And they were mm. teaching about different oh, like I coffee drinks. <laughs> and when we when I got there, I got there a little late. Everybody brewed like their own thing, and the dude was like, "Oh, try it." I'm like, "I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I I don't drink coffee, and I don't like it." And then I was kind of like, not kind of, I was. I was like pressured into drinking it, and so I tried it. And he's like, "Okay, well, what do you taste?" I'm like, "Coffee." I taste coffee. It tastes like bean water, hot bean water. I I was being honest. I was like, honestly, I don't. I mean, you can say it, but it does sound a little racist. (laughs) I can say it. But he's like, well, he's like, well, how does it feel on your tongue? This and that. I'm like, it's tastes bitter. I don't know what to tell you, man. I was like, I, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I just, I don't taste what you probably the taste. complexities. Like, and like I don't have a palate for coffee. Yeah. He's like, well, is it silky smooth? I was like, I for the fifth time. Yeah, and it was it was just this kind of like this back and forth. And I was like, dude, I'm being I already got pressured into drinking, which I didn't right. want to. So thank you for that, bosses and and barista dude in front of me and now you're having me explain it's like i can't i don't have that palate sorry same i don't either it's like i don't it all tastes the fucking same yeah i literally and i was yeah and then after that sorry after that i was like dude i don't like that they basically forced me to do this it made me feel uncomfortable it's like i told you i don't like it i can't taste anything when i drink it Mm -hmm. like you still kind of pressured me into doing that like so how did you feel afterwards i'm like it tastes the same it's so I was just like, yeah. I'm yeah, it's the same thing at my job. We, well, we have to make lattes and cappuccinos. And so I did for a minute take an interest in trying to figure out how to do latte art just because I was like, oh, if I can make it look cool and learn how to do this and make like a swan and all these things, that just would be cool to know how to do that. But also we have a janky ass espresso machine. So like the stuff that I'm learning about from like the YouTube videos, like I went and watched YouTube videos and oh, like try to figure it out. But like the wand that they use in like actual like coffee shops is way different than ours. And so it just was like pretty useless. And some, some of my coworkers, they've learned how to do a little bit of latte art, but in terms of like getting into the complexities and like, you know, they're trying to talk about like, well, our, our beans are like our roast is kind of like this and that. And I'm just like, like how coarse it is and how dark the roast is. It's like, dude, I, and like there's a thing where like they want us to like we were supposed to at least do one espresso every morning as we're like opening the bar and supposed to like make sure that it's coming out the same amount of time same amount of time it's tasting not burnt and i'm just like it all tastes the same like i'm just not the guy i don't know what burnt means it just all tastes bad to me anytime i've drank coffee it's literally just for the caffeine effects like i just need it to stay awake for a thing that i need to do but like I'm like I've never been a person that enjoys like drinking coffee, personally. Yeah, the coffee guy. I don't know, but that was my uh, way of like kind of getting out of there. Yeah, 
out where that came from. Or I was saying, has has there been a time where you left the place oh, after yeah, the yeah. holidays? Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay. But let's. I, I kind of want to just fill in a frame of mind for anyone out there who might be a little at odds with you on the way that you described that. Mm-hmm. You wanted to work. I remember talking to you about it. And you were like, I want to work here. This is a nice place. They started cutting his hours. They put them in a position where he wasn't really growing or going forward in anything. Yeah. Um, and you got to remember, when someone's working more than one job, the only job that's a priority is the one that pays you more. Yep. Period. Mm-hmm. And you can't ask someone to give full-time effort a part-time schedule. You just can't. Um, I have to give as much of my full you know, effort while I'm here, but then I got to go to another job where the rules may be different. The staff may be different. The commute may be different. The time you go in, you could have one bar restaurant job where you're there in the morning and another one where you're there at night, and sometimes they overlap. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that go into working more than one job in this industry. They're not all cut the same. Like people think that every bar and every restaurant is the same. It's not. It can't be. It doesn't no. have the same people. It doesn't have the same clientele. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the same walkthrough traffic or lack of. Like So many different variables. i got to learn in. two different menus. Exactly. And so this two place. Two different styles of bartending. Right. And this place was asking him to do a more high-end craft cocktail concept that was constantly changing and they're hey you got to come in for this meeting or hey you got to come in for this training or create a cocktail for the christmas menu it's like i don't want to right and then that's uh, for the people that out there that would say well if you don't like it just quit that's exactly what i did i'm not knocking the place at all right i realized that this isn't for me because this is a place for people who want to become career bartenders, mixologists, this and that, to people that learn. And that's what they did. They did a good job of teaching. I just wasn't receptive of it because it was just a job for me. Mm-hmm. I'll come in here and I'll make the cocktails you want me to, but I, I can't see myself going out of my way to build a cocktail for you guys. Because I even asked you, I'm like, well, what do you think I should make? What'll go good? These are the ingredients we have. What do you think would work? I don't fucking know. My knowledge isn't that expansive. I excel in being able to talk to people. You know, I can bullshit cocktail, like talk it up, whatever this and that, but I can't create one. I can't divulge so much into it like they wanted me to. So I'm like, yeah, if you don't like it, then leave. That's what I did. That's yep. what I did. I'm not going to talk shit about the place. I just didn't. I, I didn't fit. That. Yeah. I didn't fit, so I removed myself. Exactly. Yeah. And we need more of people doing that, not staying at a job because of the money, but they're a bad fit. Right. Be at that job because you want to be there. Mm-hmm. Be there because it's paying your bills. You feel respected, feel heard, and everything. Those are the reasons why you work a job. And if you don't feel that for a job, if a job is just a job and you're giving just a job energy, and then they're not working with you on that, they're letting you know, hey, we need more, then just leave like mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. yeah. Stayed as long as you could. Things trended in a different direction than had envisioned. Mm-hmm. And so you said, all right, well, this isn't for me. I'll move on. Still support you guys. Still want to see you do well. Because I remember when they closed, you weren't like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck them. You're no, like, that, I was sucks like that sucks because I remember some of the people who still work there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would like for them to have still had a job because now those people are looking for. Maybe yeah. they weren't prepared. Mm-hmm. The people who own that place, maybe they put everything they had into making that concept. And this was their one shot. Now it's failed. So we don't go out of, we're not celebrating places closing. That's not something, the only time I've ever done that was the job we worked together. That was because the owners and they were pieces of shit. Fuck them. Mm -hmm. They they treated people like, so yeah, you shouldn't own a business. That's what Yelp is supposed to be for. Not because you had just one bad interaction with how you were dealing with something else. They were dealing with something. I feel like you, certain situations when you want to give a negative review on Yelp, you have to be served by them twice. Mm. Then you can give me, if you're giving me a one star, you have to have been here more than one. Like a check-in option too? Yeah, because how you go in there, like people are like, if I could give this place zero stars, I would. No one would do that. 
because that's what not going back is. That's a zero star. Yeah. You get no more of my fucking money. That's zero stars. Yeah. You saying you would give zero stars if you could is you being petty. And the majority of people don't take you serious. They're like, oh, who hurt you? Yeah. John, I need to go when John's there. Yeah, see, I gotta see John and see what's up. I want to show him this, and so he can tell me the story yeah. about it. I've had people do that, not to me, but like one of my coworkers. They like, they read back a review while sitting in front of them and That's asked him wild. about it, and then they laughed and talked shit about that person. Yeah, fuck that motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> fuck you. Um, I've actually seen guests go on like regulars. They will go on and defend that spot versus those <coughs> negative like reviews because say they were there when the thing happened right and then they saw the the thing written down on yelp or google or whatever review service people use and they're like no 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 i do not work there and i was there i saw it you were being a fucking asshole oh, and that's why you got kicked out of there yeah. you don't see it as much anymore but that's also because the only people who really do reviews these days are people looking themselves. Yeah. The majority, not not all, yeah. but the majority of people leaving those reviews is they're just saying, hey, this is my taste, and I want everyone to tell me how good my taste is. Like, I don't know if your taste is that good. I just know you never cook. That's what I know about you. You're lazy. <laughs> you have a review every night this week. Yeah. When do you cook, bitch? <laughs> I just realized that last year, it was just you and me recording. Yeah. Oh, hey. What a, what a difference a year makes, huh? I know, right? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, we, were, we were recording on the couch right there, I think. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I joined this year? Yeah. The beginning, almost. Damn, this year's Shortly after that Christmas episode. For some reason, it feels yeah. like I've been recording you guys for a minute longer. Yeah, you joined yeah. in March. In March, yes. You joined in March. Because I came, we did the, it was a live podcast. That was my first one. Yep. Word. Yeah. Damn. What a year. What a year. What a year. Now you're up here jingling bells and everything. Jingling yeah. my bell titties. <laughs> <laughs> bell titties. Oh my Wait, God. I was going to ask you guys, little pivot. Um, I, It doesn't sound like you would have one necessarily, but do you guys have a favorite like holiday cocktail? Coquito. Coquito. Where is it? Sorry. Oh, yeah. You've been saying that for a while. Jesus. I didn't even get any last year, but that, but that was a logistical mistake. Damn, it was. A, I'll give him credit for that. It was a logistical mistake. What's the logistical he, mistake he, this year? He thought he made more than he did. Oh, okay. He was like, we have a whole jug here. I was like, no, we don't. It's you took all the jugs to them strange bitches out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went to a Christmas party. Yeah, and you gave all of it away. Oh, and shit. I was like, damn, I didn't even get any because I was like, nah, it's going to be at the house. And I was like talking and shit. So I just, actually, I knew it was gone. Yeah. You know how it is. You yes. bring out that at a party, it's Dude, gone everybody like wants coquito. Yeah, damn. I don't actually have one. Sorry, I haven't. Myself. I haven't made any. I've been broke. That's fair. Hey, That's holidays will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> holidays will do that. Damn, I still need to buy Christmas gifts. Anyway, um, shit. Yeah, I only had one that I needed. I took care of it, thankfully. <laughs> when? So you don't have a favorite? Nah, I um. The thing is. I've just never really been heavy on sweets. Like I like sweets every once in a while. Uh-huh. Um, I'll get a craving, but um, most holiday drinks contain a lot of sugar. Yeah. After one, it's the same reason I don't drink um, like soda, like Coke or Pepsi or anything. It's just I feel it on my teeth for some reason. Word. Um, I will say though, the closest I've ever come to really enjoying a cocktail that was sweet it was a dessert cocktail that would be amazing during the holiday season if they found a way to couch it that way but um it was a dutch apple pie martini that i had when i was up in seattle because there's a actual, i'm intrigued yeah there's a restaurant up there called pie bar um very very good place very impressive as well so that concept that you worked at, that they were trying to get this energy out of you, like, no, that's not what I'm here for. These people at Pie Bar, that's what they're there for. Oh, word. They're, they're like baking artists that also are cocktail. They think about every single part Damn. of the pies that they're making and the cocktails that they're making. And they will walk you through what kind of dessert you want based off of your conversation. 
and prepare a cocktail with it. It was a, you it's, it's an amazing experience, and I did have it during the holidays. That's why it immediately comes to mind. They had like a crazy apple pie type of pie. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would have that, and they had that martini. And the I don't even know what to call them, bartenders, bart- pie tenders, whatever. Um, pie tender? Yeah, they tried to get me away from getting two apple pie things. I was like, but you don't understand. Apple pie is like my thing. Yeah. It's the one sweet I would never say no to is apple pie. Right. So I'll double up on the apple pie. Fuck and yeah. I was eagle, equally excited about eating the apple pie as I was. And I did not walk out of there like, oh, that was too much sugar. Everything tasted perfect. I'm excited and I don't know when I'm going to have this place, but yeah. it just sounds. Well, there's one. There's a place like that out here. We'll talk, we'll talk off air because I don't know the name. We're going to have to search for it. But I've known about it for the two years I've been here, but Guys, no one will go with me. I just like the concept that you just described sounds fucking phenomenal. Oh, what's, yeah. It's, it's out here. What's your favorite holiday drink? So I just learned it this year. Uh, uh, it's called the Cable Car. I don't know if it's really a, a, holi- yeah. a, a holiday cocktail, but I've just been getting more into like learning more and more drinks and whatnot and this one kind of comes off like that. It's basically cable car. It's similar to a sidecar. However, instead of Hennessy, you're using spiced uh, rum. Mm. Um, and then you also use a cinnamon sugar rim. And so mm. that, and then I think, I mean, I don't know. It depends on what your sidecar specs are. But uh, at my job, we use only a quarter of Grand Marnier for our sidecars. So I use about, I use a little bit more, like three quarters um, ounce of of Grand Marnier in the cable car, cinnamon sugar rim, pretty fucking good. And like everybody I've put it on, like keeps on coming back for more of them. Like I think I had to make like eight, like for this one table one time, and it, they they love it. And I was like, all once right, you make sure. one, huh? Once you make one, once you make one, because that's the yeah. thing is like it's 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 an inter- it's an easy sell because someone's just like, oh, I like Hennessy, and I'm like, oh, well, have you had a sidecar? Cool. And then like, well, you've had a sidecar. Have you had a cable car? And then like, yeah. But speaking of. Before you say that, I just have to also say this motherfucker at my bar on like a Friday or Saturday night. Early in the evening. Yeah. He ordered that not realizing that he was going to be there for a few hours more. Yeah. That is the thing, (laughs) which is always what happens to me. And next thing I know, this motherfucker pops up like a fucking jack in the box. While we're not, we're not in a rush. I don't want to make it sound like I was in weeds or anything like that. Oh, no, at that point, you guys were pretty busy at that point. Maybe they were busy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't that busy because when you came up, he says, I'm sorry, but I have to order this because X, Y, Z reason. And he was like, I need two cable cars, one espresso martini. It was like two other, like. I just got. I was talking style drinks and yeah. then like an old fashioned or something like that. But it was like six or seven cocktails. But the way he came up, he just came up out of nowhere. He's like, I'm sorry for this. <laughs> yeah. I, here's, you know what happened. I was yeah. talking to girls and mm-hmm. yeah. Don't and make I basically, you do that. Yeah. And then I sold them on the cable car and I was like, fuck, I'm not at my job. I'm about to have to ask someone else <laughs> to do this Can dumbass you shit. That one drink I had, it was at this one bar. Yeah, yeah. and so like oh, I, I literally, for whatever reason, while I'm talking to these girls, just get into like my my mode when I'm at work. I'm like, oh, you guys like Hennessy? Have you guys had a cable car? Oh, you guys you, fucking love it. You, you sold them. Great. You you did upselling at a bar that wasn't yours. That, yeah, that wasn't mine. That's yeah. crazy. And guess what? I paid for the fucking upsell because <laughs> I woke up the next day and I was like. I never spent that much at that place. And it, w- and it wasn't like I was like, oh, they right. jipped me. But it was just kind of like in my head, I was like, damn, did I really go in? Because I also think I got like around the shots that night. It was. You did. Yeah. You did get around the shots. I did get around the shots. He got around the shots and he got all those martinis yeah. and all that other stuff. Yeah. But when he ordered Tis the, season. The, the round of coop drinks, we'll just call them that. <laughs> when he ordered that round after apologizing, I literally stopped and I said, you sure you want to put all this on your tab? He didn't say that. And he was like, yeah, 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 no, they'll get me later. And I was like, okay. And then when he came back with the shots, I asked him again. I was like, bruh, kind of up there. <laughs> even, with the, even with the discount I'm giving you, yeah. you yeah, kind of yeah. up there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I don't know if you know how much you have spent, I, but I'm looking at you. 
my boy. <laughs> I'm your accountant this. now. He gave, me, he gave me the talk. He gave me the talk. He did give me the talk. Yes, absolutely. So when Jesus he hit me Christ. up the next day, he's like, well, what happened? What happened as far as like how much was spent? I was like, I asked you. Yeah. I reiterated like, hey, you sure you want to spend this? And you said you did. He's like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. I just wanted to know. Was I wilding out? And I was like, nah, yeah, no, was just feeling right. It's yeah. never that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out. Now, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. was I that drunk to where I'm like, oh, just run that shit. And yeah. I was like, nah, you weren't. Yeah. You felt confident you were going to get a return on your investment. I yeah. just don't know if you did. <laughs> Damn. No, because I definitely, like, checked the bank. You know, you checked the bank account the next day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, that seems like a lot for that spot. Well, because yeah. here's my here's the crazy thing. My first thought always when I check my bank account for your spot is, damn, did I did I leave a good tip? Like honestly, that swear to God, that's always my first thought. Is like they always took good care of me with that price. I hope I left a good tip. And then you did. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And then um and then I go back and then I'll be like, oh wait. Usually I know my range that I usually am in, and this was like double or triple what my no, usual rage no, for. Yeah. You spent <laughs> God damn. You spent yeah. almost 10 times what you normally spend there cuz I know what your tab is generally around. around so you yeah. were somewhere between 7 and 10 times your it average was, amount. Yeah. It was which crazy. is why I was Hey bro. So like yeah, you, Hey bro. My guy. Yeah. I'm on no, now, I was bro. just like lost in the sauce. I was lost in the sauce because it was like it was like we had customers, people that were customers over at my spot. They had come over, they saw, and they got the first round of shots. So me being me, I'm always like, "You guys got this round? I'm gonna get this round." And then we started talking to girls. I was like, "You guys ever had a cable car? Yeah, you guys but, gonna look?" But and also, look. you also you also pulled that one classic mistake of starting your drinking after work with your coworkers. Because that's where I thought I was going to stay. And then more of them showed up. Yes. Which led you there even longer. Mm -hmm. And then when they finally broke off, by then you were out on your own. Yeah. You were just a ship on the night. And now now I'm just out here. Oh, they left him out here. (laughs) They left him out here by himself. And and then once I'm I'm just in a good mood, I'm just like, everybody needs to be having fun with me. But shout out to Luis, though, because Luis is the one motherfucker who did not leave. Yeah, because he had closed out his tab at they closed yeah. out around the same time. I think yeah. Luis might have even closed out before you. Yeah, and then comes back later on. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna get another drink, leave it open." And he was like, "If Rob's here, I'm here." He yeah. made sure you left. He left with you. He's yeah. like, "No, nah, make sure my guy is good." So uh, shout out Bicho to Luis on that. Always looking out. Yeah, Bicho always always looks out. You were in the holiday spirit, huh? I was in the holiday motherfucking spirit. Here's the thing about the holiday spirit and the holiday drinks. Mm-hmm. They have like really can have obscure and interesting names. Mm-hmm. Sure. So when you re- look at the menu, you're like, oh, uh, fucking Santa's bag. What's that? They'll tell you the ingredients, but may not know what kind of glass or what kind of drink it is. It could be like, I don't know. It could be a shot. It could be an old fashioned, whatever yeah. this and that. Most of them don't. Right. Right. But you ask, and they tell you, oh, yeah, it comes in a regular glass. You know, whatever. What's a regular glass to you, sir? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but most of those don't have those kinds of descriptions. Right. So, addressing the whiteboard here. Oh, yeah. Let's address it. Our menu is very clear. This is what's mm-hmm. in it and usually how it's served. Sure. So, right there, you can see the first part, right? We have a drink on there. Which, it's which was very difficult to write as far as, I don't know. I don't know if it's not alliteration, but just correct punctuation how do you say this to where someone reads it where it doesn't say is our pumpkin spice shot a shot shot like shit like that was that was really hard to write man (laughs) and i'll tell you yeah so we have a drink on there called a pumpkin spice shot pumpkin spice shot yeah yes this guy comes up and asks me he said uh like hey uh is your pumpkin spice shot a shot Music's loud, so I gave him the benefit of the doubt. He said, is the pumpkin spice shot a shot? Like, yeah, the pumpkin spice shot. You're asking me if it's a shot? Like, yeah, that one right there. And he pointed, so I pointed to the word shot as he asked it again. And I reiterated, like, is the pumpkin spice shot a shot? So then he takes a moment. He's like, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pulls his phone out. I serve somebody else. And then I come back to him. He's like, and he pulls up his phone and he points it towards me. And he wrote the question down, like on Snapchat, whatever. (laughs) 
And I said again, is the pumpkin spice shot a shot? Is that what you're asking me? If the pumpkin spice shot is a shot? And I oh grabbed it again. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah, I'll just have that. Oh, Lord. I don't know if we were playing a game here. Some people may say, you could have said yes or no. Of course. But also, it says it in the fucking name. Okay? I'm No, I'm not going to subscribe to that. I was not going to answer that stupid fucking question. Some people say there are no dumb questions, just dumb people. Oh, there There's plenty. both. You can have both at the same time. It's definitely possible. So I was not going to answer a very stupid question because that was a very stupid question. I don't know how else anybody out there can think what the pumpkin spice shot could have been. If you have any answers, please let me know what you thought a drink titled the pumpkin spice shot could be. If you think it could be in a coupe, an old fashioned, fuck in a fucking champagne flute, let me know and I will proceed to laugh at you. I will just say this. No, no, fuck it. No, 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 don't no, just say that. No, 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 don't shoot him in jail. Don't bail him out. No, let, him let, me let, let, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Every shot is a shot. If you ain't no bitch. Don't ask me if it's a shot. Make it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I said it to him. He enjoyed it. Loved it. And then I kind of felt bad because he did tip pretty well. Mm-hmm. But then I just took it as an idiot tax. Like, that's, you know what? You kind of owe that to me for putting me through that. So thank <laughs> you, man. I still felt a little bad. I was like, was he imported? It. Was he imported? Yeah. Nah. No, no, yeah, he was Los Angeles. Can we workshop movie. a better way of asking that question? Oh, that's my, that's my one. I'm going with that. He was a nice guy. He wasn't an asshole or a dick about it. Or didn't think I was making fun of him because he came back and ordered more and still pretty upbeat. So he was a nice dude. I just, I don't know why I didn't click with him that it was a shot. If he keeps on saying the word shot, yeah, yeah. But if you say the word, then automatically is that right? Pretty much, yeah. It's like, how much clearer can it be what kind of drink that is? It's a shot. Like, pumpkin spice, question mark? Yeah. I don't know. Is it it pumpkin spice? Who knows? Is there any spice at all? Is it even pumpkin? (laughs) It's like what people... Be a fucking squash. Order, like, a lemon drop martini, and they're, like, upset that it comes up in a coupe because I'm a man, and I can't be seen. And why did you say the word martini? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Precisely. I mean, I also get those with Manhattans. I guess technically it doesn't have the word martini in it, but it's just like it's served this way. Yeah. Like it's specifically how that drink is served. But yes. But it doesn't say it, so it's like it's, it's something with men where they just can't have their fingers do this unless they're jacking off. <laughs> Wait, if you're jacking off. <laughs> like they can't you hold know. a martini glass in public. They're like, the only time my fingers do this, no one's supposed to be around. That's the way they act. They act so fucking ashamed. Just drink the fucking drink, man. Just drink, so just drink my, the drink. My question to that is, do those guys ever drink wine? And how do they drink wine? Do they put it in a rocks glass? No, I have had people ask me for wine. In a no, rocks. no you're way. Sh- you're fucking lying. Not, not, I'm not fucking bull. Also, there I've are stimulus wine glasses. I've had, they are. I've had people ask for it in rocks glasses. That I've never seen. I w- I wouldn't, I'm not going to act like I've had it a lot, but I have had people. Sometimes they were regulars. They wanted it in rocks glasses. They, they want to drink what they're drinking, oh but my God. they can't have nobody out there thinking anything about them or whatever. Their masculinity is brittle. Some people worry about brittle. the wrong things. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I actually prefer stemless wine glasses. Not for any other reason other than that they're they're easier to store and yeah. put on your back bar, too. Right. Yeah. It's, you can sometimes even put some on top if you've got enough headspace. Yeah. Yeah. I like those more. I do, too. I prefer them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when it, when it comes to a a place that especially has volume, you should have that anyway. You shouldn't yeah. be rocking like actual walking out wine like glasses. Oh seven God. in each hand. It doesn't shit. make any sense. Yeah. They're gonna break. You're gonna spend more money on replacing them than it. Yeah. Um. I mean, even at my job, I, it makes more sense for us to have stemless wine glasses because, for one, it's the volume, but for two. Got a lot of drunk idiots, and then man. Like, when you're or sometimes them? people are just clumsy. Sorry to cut you off, but like some sometimes they'll have the wine glass right next to them at the table, and they're more concerned with the conversation. And when they turn, they just knock it over. Now it's it's a cleanup, yeah. the whole cleanup thing. Whole and maybe thing. if it was a stemless glass, it might still get knocked over. Maybe it wouldn't. 
because it's Kansas a staple. Lower. Yeah. yeah, they're not top heavy. Yeah, and when you're carrying not. them around, there's there's not that. Got that fat ass, man. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if it was me, I'd want my sidecars in a stemless wine glass, just like I'm just palming an ass while I'm drinking. You would, you would like a Henny sidecar and a goddamn right I would and a stemless wine glass. I grew up in the south. <laughs> you want some sweet tea too? <laughs> yeah, I oh, do actually. As a, fact, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> Maybe that's why we love Long Island iced teas. Mm, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's I fair. saw this video that I wanted to bring to your attention. I don't know if okay. I have to show you, but it. Well, let's do that, and then we can close this one out. Okay. Say goodbye for the year. So everyone. there's this video of a table full of girls. Um, and they're all, it says, the tension when the restaurant can't split the bill six, seven, ten ways or whatever. Right? We see it. Right. Uh, Catherine says, the tension when the restaurant can't split the check and someone has to put the car down for 700 and everyone got different things. Okay. Um, the tweet was... Yes. The tweet that quoted it said, can someone explain to me why in the year of our Lord, 2023, restaurants don't have a POS systems capable of splitting a check. So with that, I'll kind of, and in the video, they're all like in a frenzy and like all arguing back and forth. Like, I got this, I got that, blah, 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 whatever. But that tweet, and then I looked underneath and a lot of people are disagreeing with the guy and they're all saying what we say, like, figure your shit out said it many times there's many 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 ways to send your friends the fucking money (laughs) and i don't know why there's so much discourse about this and why they put it on us i don't think people understand that it's a big hassle for that to do that it's it's, it's not just a big hassle it's not just a big hassle so the only reason i'm going to jump in on this one is because I want to make sure that people understand it's not just as a big hassle, although that is a huge reason. Because it is something that we've discussed before, and I just want to jump ahead to a part that we have not gotten around to. Mm-hmm. The business gets charged for each car transaction. Yeah. Thousands of dollars in just car transactions that have to be paid. When you run your card, especially when you run your card multiple times, at one establishment, they have to pay a charge each time you run your car. Yeah. So then when you have one tab and then they want to split it 20 ways, that's one transaction that now they have to pay 20 separate charges on. Yeah. And the business doesn't want to do that. Just like they don't want to pay for healthcare for us. So instead of yelling at us that we can't split your check 20 ways, go talk to the manager and the GM and make it their fucking problem because we can only split it the amount of ways that we are told that we can split it. Not trying to make your job harder. Oh, your job of sitting there and eating and enjoying yourself. It's now been inconvenienced because you got to text your friend and sell them or whatever. Like you're going to do it anyway, yeah. or you should be doing it. Just know if we're telling you that there is a reason. And the instances where, they want itemized too, so they want six, seven different ones, and then itemize or the whole thing and itemize it. The big thing here that I'm seeing is like a lot of people are defending the restaurants or the workers and saying that um, it's good. not it's not that splitting the check is the problem. It's that the amount of time it takes too. So if you have a table, sometimes even ten, you know that's. That could take an extra 15 minutes. Yeah, it does. It takes It can time. take at a minimum 15 or more. And you know what that does? That fucks up service for the entire restaurant. Because yep. now somebody said in here too, it's like, yeah, this happened at my restaurant. We literally took 15 minutes to get that done because that person had now had to dedicate their entire attention to this table yeah. to make sure everything was sorted out. So yeah. that left the rest of their section unchecked. So we had to now watch their section for the next 15 minutes and service suffered because of that. So while you, those of you at home be like, oh, well, it's just some button, front press, blah, 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 this and that. Yes and no, mostly no. It's more so like now you're putting all the attention on you. Now you're being selfish. Now you're being an asshole because this server now has to stick with you for 10 to 15 minutes and everybody else is going to be like, well, what the fuck? What's my server doing? What are they doing? Why are they spending so much time at the table? Now you're pissing everybody else off and making them mad at that server 
when in actuality it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking pay each other. Are, yeah. You guys all went there together. I assume you're friends. Are you not fucking friends? What's wrong with friends sending each other fucking money? Right. Venmo, Zelle, and, Cash App, and, Apple Pay. And IOUs. You don't, you don't know what your server, bartender, whoever, what they do for 10 minutes. Yeah, you don't know what ten minutes looks like for any of us a in lot, this industry. A lot, so ten much. minutes standing in one spot right. for one—that's annoying as fuss, fuck for us to stand in one spot for ten, 10 minutes, minutes, not doing anything. And like you know the stuff going on in your head that your tables need. It's exactly. like a mental ticket printer just oh going off. Yeah, it's so bad. You remember everything you got to do. Yeah. So now that we have that 10, 15 minutes of just dedicating to that one transaction, like you said, we can't step away from it because now it's already fucked up. Yeah. Everything piles up, so now we're behind on the next table and the next table and the next guest. For the rest of your shift, catching up. It's just catching up for the next hour, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So say it in the beginning. That's what I was about to say. In the beginning. I was going to say 80% of these people are not saying it in the beginning. They wait until the check is dropped to be like, oh, hey, by the way, can we split this seven ways? I swear to God. During your meal, you could too. Yeah. I swear to God, if you tell me in the beginning, this is me personally. Like, if you tell me in the beginning, I can keep, uh, depending on the POS, clearly, I can keep it separated by seat, and then literally in the end, I can print everybody's checkout. Just one, like, usually I try to do that. Even if I don't hear from the beginning, I try to keep people's food and stuff separated by their seat so that when they get the, because I've just been in that situation too many times. But, yeah, 80% of the time, they never tell you up front. And then so now we're at the end. And now it's ten people trying to tell me what they had, right. and oh, but then we also split the we split this appetizer. Oh my god! So who's taking care of that? I don't care who split. It, I don't care who ate. Tell me what goes on. Yeah, and then they ask you, oh well, can can't you just split it? And it's like, uh, and like now I got to get a manager for that. Yeah, and I got to find the manager for that. Yeah, and then come explain everything to them, and then ask them to fix it. Mm-hmm. And I got to explain why it's not my fault that I didn't ask you in the beginning. Maybe I already did. Yeah. Everyone needs to treat the transaction as important in the beginning as it is in. You're sitting down at that table instead of worrying about just having the conversations with your friends and family or whoever, joking about this, joking about that, trying to impress somebody or whatever as you're walking in. Focus on, hey, who's my server? Let me tell them what the deal is. Hey, you know what? Me and that person right there, everything we get, discard. Got it? Cool. Guess what we're going to do? Exactly what the fuck you said. Yeah. And we're going to do it the entire fucking time. And if we don't, then you have the right to lay into it. Yeah. But when you don't tell us until the end because you didn't find it as important until yeah. the end. If we ask everyone, oh, is it separate checks or is it this and that? In the beginning, we're slowing down the flow. And sometimes people get insulted by that. Oh, yeah. You know? So yeah. let us know. Yeah. When you're getting there, let us know. That you want it to be Seriously. separate, and we'll do that. Can yeah. bypass this entire headache. I just love that in the comment section of both the original tweet and the quoted one, mm-hmm. there's like 90% people saying, why don't they just pay each other? Stop That's blaming the restaurant. Stop blaming the server. So I actually love that. I was yeah. expecting it to First be the other way around. Like, yeah, they should have a POS system. That, yeah, yeah, the POS system is capable of it. Again, you're just being annoying. Pay each other. And... There was one comment specifically here. They said, uh, this guy said, I don't get this. Here in Canada, the server asks how many checks, and everyone pays for their own food. They bring the little machine, and everyone pays up. None of this shit. People in America, this was a reply. People in America like to play games, and I bet one to three people at the table didn't have enough money to pay. We're hoping for someone else to pay the tab, hence the standoff. That's another thing. Stop taking it. We said it before. Stop taking your broke-ass yeah. friends out. Yeah. Does it make yeah. you look bad? Yeah. Yeah. Please, please leave the brokies at home. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can do, you know, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's. Unless you intend to pay for them. Yeah. But you (laughs) may regret that. Nice little Scottish meal. (laughs) What did you pull? Is that chartreuse? It was. Oh. Have any. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pull it up, pull it up. Again, it's been a, it's been a great year. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Looking forward to everything that we have coming next year. Already in the works and figuring out how to get all these things done so we can start talking about it. Um, but I just want to say with this being the last one of this year, I'm just really thankful for the growth, people that we've met. Just, just all of it together. I'm just really excited to see what we do. Yeah. 
it for me for the rest of your like everybody should oh are we doing a little bit yeah this, this is the last episode of the year come is on this the Thanksgiving no, episode no, wait we're not the last episode of the year oh um well it won't be out until after New Year's oh word yeah um let's see uh it's uh it's been a real one um Feliz Navidad um the uh Feliz Nuevo Año um what year got it more or less Año Nuevo all right whatever um, I've been, yeah, I don't have much to say. I'm literally just going to. That's, yeah. that's all I got. Okay. That's well. what, what that you, you got, hey, you said it all, man. I Stuff said it all. Said. Bam. All right. Okay. Fair all right. enough. Merry Christmas, everybody. Year. Happy 2024. Bitches. Woo. Bitches.